I am very excited because Slipknot have announced 25th anniversary tour, right? And this is the only time, and I'm making bold assumptions here, this is the only time that I feel confident that we could go because we're, we're not fest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beg everyone that we know and be like, please, please, pretty, 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 please. It's gonna be so good. December 2024, Slipknot are doing some huge shows. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suma. Hello, beautiful people. We are back for another episode of On Wednesdays We Wear Black where this week we are talking about emails and messages that you've sent in and we are sorting out the inbox. Another round of sorting out the inbox. We do this every so often, not because we don't have original ideas. We're actually um, full of ideas um, and interviews. Uh, We just... Yeah, we just feel like we need to do these. It's definitely not because we've run out of ideas. No, it's because we like to hear from you and we like to respond to you and we appreciate that you listen to this podcast and a lot of people write to us with their questions and they want advice. And so this episode is always Mm. about supporting you and supporting you in that. And we support you and your your question. Some of them are weird. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are weird. Yeah, some of them that, are weird, I, man. I cannot. I cannot defend any of you on that. No, some of them. No. Are some so of you weird. lot. Some of you lot need to stop messaging us and start messaging your therapists. <laughs> that is so true. So true. Um, okay. So, do you want me to start with some emails? Um. Yeah, you can if you want. I've got one here that says, I just caught up this um, on this week's Bands That Didn't Deserve All The Hate episode. You should 1000% do an episode giving Enter their flowers. They're so, ah! so interesting and would make a great listen. P.S. I actually met you, Sophie, on their book tour in Bristol, where you approached me as I was wearing a Nova Twins t-shirt. I remember that. And that's from Jazz. Apparently I made Jazz's day for saying I love your t-shirt. I love Enter I love Enter Shikari. Uh, if anyone's curious, I was talking to a girl and she's like, I've never heard Shikari. And I was like, <laughs> so these are my wow. intro songs for Enter, Enter Shikari. And the playlist is called Shake Your Fucking Ass for Shikari. And the songs I send people to get them into Shikari are The Great Unknown, The Sights, Live Outside, The Dreamers Hotel, Thumper, Anesthetist, Take My Country Back, and Please Set Me On Fire. I didn't pick anything nice. from the first album. I feel like you've got to really love Enter Shikari to appreciate the deep cuts. Do you know, it's we got another one here from Thalia who said, um, listen to the new podcast episode, got really excited when you mentioned Enter Shikari. They're my favourite band and it would mean Woo! so much if you talk to them. They deserve their flowers. Rao so Reynolds. there's loads of people who want to hear Shikari on the podcast, <laughs> so we should make that happen. I know, Rao, come on the podcast. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> We have actually had him on the podcast, but not like properly. We've just had him properly. in like an interview series with other bands. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But, so that's an, that's an interesting hey, one. Raul. <laughs> um. Okay. So we've got another one here, which is really interesting, Yasmin. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm an autistic OG goth white male, fifty nine years young boomer, and I love the podcast. 
We need to be inclusive and my thoughts are whatever floats your boat as long as it doesn't sink mine. I just want to say um, I saw Sophie at the Skin Drag gig in Southampton and you came out into the crowd to enjoy some graphic nature and stood in front of me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I probably blocked your view because I'm quite tall. You really um, said... Oh yeah, I saw you. You blocked my view, you bitch. No, no, no. He didn't say you blocked my view. He said you stood in front of me. Uh, he said, I wanted to say hi, but the band were playing and you were enjoying the set, so I didn't want to interrupt. Glad to see you having fun. It was a great show. And that's from Kez. Thanks, Kez. Kez, I would like to give a formal apology. We have been mo- mean about boomers in the past. You've been mean about boomers. I support boomers. I actually hate millennials more than I hate boomers. I think people always people always hate on the generation that raised them. I was I was raised by whatever is between boomer and millennial. Gen a, Gen Alpha Gen no. X No Gen, Gen Alpha X. are coming for you. They're coming for you. Gen X, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But I feel for um, people always hate the generations a bit above them. Boomers get a hard time from millennials because we can't afford houses. But I am sorry. To any boomers I love listening. boomers. I just want to say, if you're a hot grandma or grandpa, give me a kiss. You love boomers. I love hot grandmas. Okay. This is I love gilfs. Weird... I love gilfs. Yeah, I love this gilfs. This is taking a weird turn. It this has. has taken... Anyway. <laughs> Have you got any more messages from social? I've got many. So here's one for you from Demi. If you could form a new band with four members of existing bands, who would you choose? <gasps> That's a good question. That's a really good question. I would choose, okay, um, Jordan Fish, production. Mm-hmm. I would choose... What's he going to be doing in the band? Pro- producing. Oh, so he's producing, okay. Right, pressing the keys. I would pick... No, but this is a live band. You can't pick the producer as well. It's the people in the band. He's going to be playing the keyboard then. He's a keyboardist. Oh, so he's on keyboard. Okay, okay. okay. So Jordan Fish. keyboardist. Okay. Lucas from Holding Absence on the vocals. Controversial take, I know, but I think fresh pair of lungs is better than lungs that have been worn in for like the past 10 years, right? I'm thinking longevity-wise, I don't want to be disappointed okay. if they have to change a frontman. So Lucas from Holding Absence. Um, guitar. Oh, who's the one from Dragon Force? The, the... Herman Lee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of band are you making here? I don't fucking know. A band, I guess. Um, on drums, <laughs> I'd want Ada from Meet Me at the Altar because drummers are like gold dust. And I think that because she's early in her game, she will want to try her hardest to actually be very good at what she's doing. Whereas drummers who are experienced are like, I do this. I could be in any band. So like, I feel like she would appreciate being in that role. And then bassists, um, whoever's free. Everyone's got a bassist. Okay. And from Delay the Liar. There you go. Because she's my mate. Love you. Interesting. Okay, interesting. What a weird fucking lineup that is. <laughs> that's, that's a really bizarre lineup. And okay. I, I exclusively, they're only allowed to play folk Viking metal. That is the only, like, nothing else. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Would you listen Would you listen to this band? Oh, God, no. Listening right now? Um. <laughs> no, I would. I would. They're my friends. I would. I'm trying to think of who I would pick. I think I'd want a, a band of like... I don't know who I'd pick. I don't know right. who I'd pick to create a new band because I feel like 
bands create magic in their isolated form. How many times has a super group, apart from maybe some like say Foo Fighters or something, how many times do they create actual magic? Like they always come out with these songs and they're okay, but they're not like bigger than the originals. No. So no. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I yeah. feel like my favourite supergroup exists, LS Dunes. True, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, LS I'd Dunes like is already great. Some kind of um, grungy but cock rock band with all women, but then someone like Corey Taylor fronting it because he's always wanted to be like a glam. Like he's a, he loves glam and he'd make a great glam front person. And just like- make it totally weird, like a Lizzie Hale on guitar or something, even though she's an amazing singer. And then they could do vocals together. I feel like if I was going to create an actual band, it would be metalcore and it would probably be Lucas from Holding Absence, Faisal from Loathe, um, whoever's the bassist for Sleep Token, and then maybe like Craig Reynolds on the drums. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very toxic masculine. I realise that. There's like amazing women in metalcore. Courtney LaPlante can be like the the other vocalist. There can be two two vocalists in the band. Um, But yeah. Interesting. Good question. There's one. I've got... um, Oh, okay. So I've got a, an email here from Izzy, who calls themselves an educated Gen Z with a cool dad. I wonder if Hi. Izzy's the one that I've met at loads of shows. Hi. Um, who is always with their dad. So I would like to inform you that um, I'm 21. I was born in 2002. and Slay! Have, in fact, seen Spinal Tap. I am just as sad as you that Yasmin doesn't know about this masterpiece. I've also seen Wayne's World 1 and 2 and Bill and Ted. Oh my gosh, you're cool. Um, School of Rock can also go on this list and the pick of Destiny. Oh my gosh, Izzy, can I hang out with your dad? He sounds like an absolute dude. You have the best film nights. So Yasmin, on your list, you've got to what? You've seen School of Rock, right? With Jack Black, right? Yeah, you've seen that one. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Bill and Ted? No. Have you seen Wayne's World? No. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. You need to watch Wayne's World, one and two, Bill and Ted. You need to watch um, Spinal Tap as well. Deal? Deal. Deal. You heard it. You heard it here. You are my witnesses. Okay, any more questions, Yasmin? Um, so someone asked me, if, and mm-hmm. you can answer this as well. Do we regret any of our hair choices? I regret not going red sooner. I wish I'd have just gone straight to red because red was my colour. And if I'd have gone sooner, I would have had more time to love it. Instead, I went blue and then I went green and then I went red. Um, I wish I'd have done the silver sooner and I wish I'd have kept my curls, but we are where we are. Wait, kept your curls as in like, you've still got curls though, right? If you wet your hair. Yeah, but it's like, it's going to take years. Yeah, I'd have to shave off my head to get my actual curls back. Wow, what, because you've just not been caring for them? Interesting. Okay, Uh, I would say I regret not going bald sooner. Um, And I regret the wolf cut. I don't know why, like, wolf cuts are everywhere. And the person that did my wolf cut did an amazing job. It looked great. But I, it wasn't me. And so I am anti any fashion haircuts. I just like being bald. I have one hairstyle and I stick to it for years and I've been rocking the bangs for three years now and I've never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, who is your favourite new music slash recently discovered artist? What is a who is someone you discovered recently that you really enjoy? Sleep Theory. Really? I was late to the sleep. I was late to the sleep token train. I'll say that. Oh, okay. So you've started enjoying them recently this year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really like. Nice. They toured with Holding Absence and stuff before. Like I'd seen them before, but I didn't really know who they were until this year. So, yeah. Nice. Okay, that's a good choice. I know. I know. Um, I've got a question here. This is a pretty um, sad one. It says. What music helped you with grief? Currently spinning, bring me the horizon a lot. Um, Holy Hell by Architects. I keep in my heart as like an album that like got me through a really nihilistic grieving time where Mm. I was genuinely really scared of death and it helped me come to terms with that. Um, and kind of embrace death like there's a song called Death Is Not Defeat and um, yeah I, I I owe that album a lot that's I can imagine a lot of people identified with that album because that was a pretty powerful one like they were so raw yeah I think that was their first album without Tom yeah well yeah that was that was their album about him in so many ways and their process of grief right yeah, that, that um, album makes me sad. For me, I when I'm grieving, I get really... It depends what you're grieving. And first of all, I'm really sorry that you're going through this and um, whatever it is that you're going through, I'm just really sorry to hear that you're in, in that place because it's a really difficult place to be in. I would say the albums that got me through will always be Let Live, The Blackest Beautiful because I was in such a lost place and when Jason's singing in that, he was in a really bad place at the time and the lyrics just spoke to me on a whole new level. But also Opeth, I became obsessed with and I can't explain why, but there was one song that I used to listen to over and 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 over again to the point like I listened to it for about six months just nearly continuously but it's weird certain songs just speak to me when and I can tell when I'm feeling low because I hear that song and it makes sense to me in my brain whereas on other days I'm like oh yeah this is a good song but I'm not feeling it today when I'm in a bad place I know that Opeth Hours of Wealth is going to hit me hard interesting Um, so sending you love I hope you feel better soon and I hope you uh, look after yourself through this time okay have you got another one? yeah um, what bands do you think should have been bigger slash more famous than they were? Mm. bigger Mm. slash more famous Tonight Live Tonight I feel like Tonight Alive is nice because I feel like them doing what they're doing with um, When We Were Young Festival is making the world see how loved they actually were because I feel like they were on a rise and they hadn't been given the chance to yeah. like continue that journey. Yeah, everyone it, loves it always, Tonight Alive. It feels like a long time when you're in a band. It feels like, oh, we've been doing this for years, we haven't got anywhere. But as an audience you're like oh it happened so quickly and it's normally because it happens in that last year right and bands never believe how well they're doing oh 100 percent. like literally i'm sure most bands will tell you it's taken them 10 years to finally blow up like mm. sleep token have been going since 2016 2017 yeah i think i well, i first saw them in 20 i think it's longer than 
Yeah, it's about 2016, I think. Yeah, because they did that song with... Um, well, they did that tour with Loathe and Holding Absence in around mm. the same time. A band that I feel who deserve to be way bigger are Horror. Yeah. And they have been like earning their stripes bit by bit by bit by bit, but their music's so good and they've had so many like really catchy songs. I um, Them going out on tour with The Prodigy was just iconic. And I don't think enough people understand the genius of that band. You know that the OGM is such a good vocalist in like the hip hop world, in the rap world, that there were a lot of people who came to the shows just to see him, just really? to see him rap because he's that good. It was really? I was really taken back by it when I went to the show the, for the first one. Um, so yeah, I'd say horror. Okay, I've got another question here. Oh, Yasmin, this is a tough one. And I feel like you're in your single era. So this will really... <sighs> this person has said they want advice on playing off being rejected for a kiss after lots of flirting on a first date. Holy shit. I asked to kiss somebody before. Like, I will be like, can I kiss you? And they'll either say yeah or no. And if they say no, I'm like, that's cool. I asked. I didn't do it. But, but oh. how do you deal with it when you're... Re- how, oh. But when someone says no... You just you just go okay. Like in my mind, it's like more embarrassing to do it, and then they reject you than just getting a no. Like a no is a no is easier to digest than. But because you're but in this, what if this you do it and they say no? What would you do? I would be like, your loss. Okay, I like that. I like yeah, that. That's their loss. Okay, if they were flirting yeah. with you and they didn't kiss you back, maybe they had bad breath. Maybe they like you so much that they're nervous. You never know. It's weird. You never know with dates. Because, like, I remember I had three dates with somebody um, ages ago before I met my boyfriend. Had three dates with someone. They went so well. We were chatting loads. And I was fascinated by what this person was... Like, they were so interesting. And when when I then tried to flirt and go in for a kiss, they backed off. And I didn't hear from them again. And I was like... What the fuck did I do? Like, at what point? Uh, when we've had three dates, like, you've kept coming back for dates. So, obviously, and it's not like it was somebody who, this person was totally removed and outside of the rock and metal world. Three dates and you didn't even kiss Sophie. Do you know what? He was older than me and a real... um I now see, I think he came from a really rich family. Oh. And I think there was some like prudiness there. I don't know. That's, do you know what? I used to, I attract that so much um, is the kind of, I don't understand it. Rich guys that want to slum it for a little bit. I am that person for them. And I think it's because maybe I give off some vibes as if I know what to do in those social situations with rich people. But then they hang out with me and they realize that actually I'm just weird. I'm just autistic. I'm just on the spectrum. Exactly. That's that. Do you know my boyfriend even said to me he didn't think I was flirting for the first few dates. Really? Yeah. For like for ages, he couldn't tell whether I was flirting or just being really friendly. Yeah. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm like, I'm here. I'm talking to you. I obviously like you because if I didn't, I would just walk out. And I feel like that there has to be a strict conversation of like. 
we are we like each other i, I hate dating i fucking it's, it's i don't understand what's going on at all this is why i meet people through tinder because it's like mm, you're on a dating app the person who three dates i met them on tinder oh okay yeah no yeah no 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 yeah i know i know i know um okay so so we're telling this person that you just need to believe in yourself and just go their loss they need yeah. to get over it yeah because you're awesome you yeah. are awesome it's their loss babe it's their loss okay which what's your next question that you got sent what is one song that you wish everyone listened to once oh god that's a really good question for me I think Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana I don't know why but that song it doesn't matter who you are you can like it yeah I can I, that's a really great song that's a good choice it's, it's, I think it's one of those songs that gets taken for granted because it's so well known now but it's good though it's compositionally good it's an easy to learn song and it's also just a really fucking good song and it also is a gateway into that music I there's no downsides with it it's not like you can be like oh the singer's problematic now no he's dead he's dead he's not cancelled he was also the least problematic person well yeah but he didn't even have Kurt the time Cobain. to be problematic like he was he was uh, amazing um do you know what this is how this is this is the kind of reason that i had to uh, go to get a diagnosis for autism is because in this situation you've asked me a simple question and my brain can't think of an answer because i'm like but what is the context why am I playing them this one song? Like, is this song to change their life? Is this song because they like metal? Is it because I'm trying to get them into a band? Is it because I, and I, I'm so stuck now in my brain as to why I'm playing them this song? Pick a Slipknot song. Think. Pick a Slipknot song. Um, okay, I think I would go for Eyeless. Really? Yeah. What yeah. is your favourite Slipknot song? This is my question for you. What is your favourite Slipknot song? Part Two. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. I, d I can't tell you why. I can't tell you. I think it's because that song hit me at a point where it was the best time to hit me. And um, I just listened to it over and over and over and over again because I was in quite a depression. And there was um, a line in it that was one of my depression lines that I used to say to myself all the time. And so, um, yeah, so that song got me. So... I have two types of Slipknot songs that I like. Currently, I keep mm -hmm. listening to Unsated and Nero Forte, or however Nero you say Forte. it, nice. from We Are Not Your Kind. Um, yeah. That's probably like one of my favourite Slipknot albums. Um, and then, my favourite song of all time is probably Custer. Is it? Is it because, do you think it brings up happy memories from all the TikTok trends and like times with friends doing that trend? Yeah. That's cute. Like, That's cute. Duality I also quite like, but... I think mm. I like Custer more because it's funnier and I like think about being at Download and doing that stupid dance with my friends. Oh, that's really cute. I love I know, that. I know, wholesome. That's wholesome. Wholesome. But then, okay, I, so I've, yeah. I've got another one for you. Go on. Oh, people have got really serious with me. I must give off like Yoda vibes. It's the bald head. Um, how do I make friends with an adult? How do I make friends as an adult, as someone with social anxiety? online um online 
do you know what i can't make friends on i don't like making friends online because you really like it you use it for your job so people you can never tell if people are being real with you or not but like for the average everyday joe like put yourself in a community if you're really passionate about i don't know a certain game join a discord if you're really passionate about um a style of cooking make friends in a youtube comment section do you know what i mean like there are crevices of the internet where like people live tweet when a gaming event happens or they join discord to learn more about animal crossing like if you're into something and it's like your hobby or your passion you can find friends online easily do you know what my technique would be okay because uh, I have to have a formula for this because I'm not very good at making friends. Like, I'm not good at... You know, some people make... I can make instant friends with everybody, but actually forming those bonds, there's... I'm quite picky. I'm too picky. Yeah. But what my thing would be is ask people loads of questions about themselves and just seem really keen in everything that they're saying. And then people just love you because they get to talk about themselves for ages and then they become friends that way. And then people that you get on really, really well with and like, tell them stuff about yourself and like little tidbits about yourself, not like unloading your your childhood trauma, but like little tidbits about yourself and see how they respond. That's, and I would, where would you do that? I would do that at work and in where did I make most of my friends do you know I made weirdly I made most of my friends by I think no it's all through work actually now I think about it (laughs) I'm gay so I met most of my friends through tinder hooking up with them did you really yeah some of my mates are like people I've had sex with and been like we're better off friends but also on TikTok, you've made a lot of friends, haven't you? Oh, yeah. But that's me finding a niche community of people who are interested in the same thing I'm interested yeah. in. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's people who like alternative music. So, yeah. This person says, um, I assume this is anonymous, because um, they did say anonymous. I I don't know. It's so I find it so hard, Yasmin. But I find it amazing how easily some people just make friends and I think there's a thing about just not thinking about it I think if it happens organically it happens organically what's meant to be will be like you can't force a friendship but like you know your people you know the kind of vibe Mm, 100% Um, that is a difficult one for me obviously but yeah that is that is a that is a good question what's your next one Yasmin this is a bit more to where I live but I'm going to open it up to the world um, how mm-hmm. do you make more non-binary and queer friends so I I have a dislike for the fact that a lot of queer culture is embedded in drinking and drinking culture and party culture like I've yeah. met most of my friends through either hooking up with them or in a lesbian bar in Birmingham and I hate that um, there are support groups though like if you go to lesbian social places or gay social places like bars or something like that there'll be flyers around of like gay support groups or like gay christian Mm -hmm. church or gay this or gay that and like there are in in my area at least there are support groups but if you can't meet people in real life meet them online and then see if they live near you and then become friends that way you know what i mean but be safe online don't meet up with strangers if you don't know them my friends always go to like um because one of my friends is a poet so they go to like queer poetry readings and queer poetry nights and make all of these amazing friends 
It's great, but it's like if you live in a small village in the middle of nowhere, yeah. it's not great. That's so true. That's where online is like really, really powerful. And um, 12 step groups as well, because there's 12 step groups for everything from addiction to trauma to money worries. Like there's literally something for everything. So that is a good thing to look into. I think that's, that's good advice, Yasmin. Thanks. Um, thanks. I have another one here. Gone. And I think I know what your answer is going to be oh in fact I'll do this one this person said did you ever get to a point where you felt like giving up on making it you've like not long graduated you, you say made that it, like, it was in 2020 we're three years deep mate we're three years have deep have we been doing this podcast three years are you kidding me has it been three years we started in 2021. <sighs> it's been two years for us, almost three. Next year. Oh, so it's two years. Oh, so your graduation ceremony was in 2021, was it? Oh, yeah, because of COVID. It got delayed. Oh, I assumed you graduated in 2021. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I graduated in 2020, babe. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, so we've been doing this two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's lots of times I thought of giving up recently. I think when you work in the music industry, people don't understand, and I'm saying this, Sophie's been doing this longer than I've been alive, but like, people don't understand that. Not, not that long, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's been doing this longer than the industry's been standing. Sophie's long. an infrastructure. Um, <laughs> no, but I think people don't realise even when you're at the top, it's like you still have to work and gain. Like, just, just people think that we've mm. made it and it's like, I haven't made it yet. I haven't made it yet. I'm 24. I literally haven't made it yet. But I'm glad that you think that. Do you know what I always say to people is if you're trying to, quote unquote, make it, don't stop. Stop trying to make it. Accept that this is just a hobby and it's a hobby that eventually if you're in a band like it's different okay the t the tears go i would say it's harder to make it in a band than it is as a presenter i think yeah. it's harder to make it as a presenter than it is as a journalist yeah. and i think it's um harder to work as a journalist than it is to work um in other areas within the scene like the, the more corporate sides of it if you're at the band end like you should be doing it if you want to make it and you haven't made it yet it means you're not very good sorry it's to be really really harsh the likelihood is you're not as good as you think you are and you've probably got the wrong lineup or something needs changing or just do it as a hobby and enjoy that you're having an amazing time doing it and do other stuff and if something if it starts to make you money like this podcast I didn't think we were going to I don't think we get done. anywhere. And we've had so much happen. Like, it's taken yeah. so... We've sacrificed a lot just to be yeah. at this point. And, like, it it didn't come without a lot of sacrifices. A lot of sacrifices. Like, I don't think... I don't think people would want to make the sacrifices that we've made to do this, which sounds exactly. really extreme, but, like, it's the God's honest truth. Me and Sophie have wasted so much of our time, given up yeah. so much of our weekends, given up opportunities to be with our friends with our family to do this and we still mm. don't make money off of it sometimes we lose money so I don't know I think like you were saying with bands though I this is me being super introspective I think with bands it's not even that they're not good sometimes you can be a good band and just not make it because the field is so saturated like I think about 
2014 pop punk and there were so many bands that blew up at that time that had like a one hit wonder and then dropped off the face of the earth and it's like your band can be good your band can tour your band can have good album sales record sales and it might just be like a what like flash in the pan like it might be a trend it might be a phase you just don't know like it's such an unstable thing that I wouldn't take it personally if anything it's like it's nothing to do with you it's everything to do with how saturated this field of work is same with journalism and stuff like I'd say though with that though if you are going to get into like the creative industry side of things don't just be a one-trick pony like yeah I've met 100%. so many hundred percent Preach. so many people who are like I've studied music journalism and I'm like study all journalism like if you want to be a yeah. music journalist do all forms of journalism because I fucking hated doing sports journalism and I hated doing court reporting and I hated working for a newspaper and I hated working for fashion magazines it was the worst years of my life hated it it made me a better journalist because of it. It made me a better writer. It made me a better reporter. It taught me so much about actually finding the scoop of a story. And I feel like when you box yourself off too much, you are just stopping opportunities coming your way. One, that is like the biggest words of wisdom that have ever been delivered on this show um, because it's so true. Like it's amazing where opportunities will come from as well. Like you might be doing, I got my first big break in rock. I'd been working at it for ages. I got my first big break from my boss at a shopping channel. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've met people yeah. who aren't even remotely into rock, but have given me amazing opportunities because we've met through social media jobs that I've done or like there you go. other interview stuff that I've done. Like you never know where you're going to, I feel like if you want to be successful, you've got to put all hands on deck. But do you know what, Yasmin? As somebody who did a new band show and had to listen to new bands all day, every day, like that was my job. Eight hours a day listening to new bands. My God, there's some shit out there. And everyone thinks that they're amazing. But hardly anyone could write a song that would get stuck in my head. Like a proper, good, well-written song. And I think a lot of musicians get arrogant. And there are a lot of bands who have quote unquote made it, but still haven't written a good radio song. And if you can't write a good... Some bands are like, oh, I don't have to do that because it's all about the art. Fuck the art. It's a business. It's a business. It's a bit... No one wants to hear this. It's a business. If you want to make it long term, you've got to like strategize about every single release, what your album's trying to say, how you can build on that in the next album. Like, it's not just about writing the music anymore. It's really not. And then you've got to be your own social media manager as well. I don't I don't envy musicians. Like, I really no. don't. I don't think I could ever do it because there's so much work that goes into being a musician that you don't actually make much music. What about... See, people say, how do you make it as a journalist? And I'm like, there are so many webzines to work for, for free. But nobody wants to work for free. But nobody wants to do... That's the thing. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to work to, for people, free. And I get it. I do yeah. get it. But unfortunately the way that the industry is is um you've just kind of got to do it as a hobby on the side like I did it as a hobby for years I worked bar jobs for years and I wrote for magazines while I was at uni that did not pay me and because Mm. of that because I wrote for a really shitty magazine someone who worked there also worked at a very big metal magazine and was like oh let me give you a contact I also found a niche though because I started writing in 2017 that's when emo was like Everyone was like, mm, 
emo's dead and i was like emo's not dead you've got emo rappers you've got all these bands coming like mm. i got ahead of the emo revival so everyone would throw me the emo bands because they were like metal and i was like Fuck yeah i made it <laughs> anyway i'm gonna go talk about this metalcore band um so i found my niche my niche um so find your niche find something you're really fucking good at and roll yeah. with it like the best writers i know are ones that you can turn to and be like yasmin knows this one thing really well we've had yeah. this one thing come up let's trust yasmin to write about it and it it works that's true that's true good advice here okay have you I got know, right question? the one time we deliver really good advice the one time though yeah it is the one time um have you got any more questions uh nothing of substance okay i have got another one here i know what my answer is and i assume yours is probably gonna be the same what is your favorite platform to find new music on oh tiktok tiktok hands down tiktok of course i feel like tiktok's one of those places where it's a bit different now like now that labels have kind of stuck their grubby hands into it um a lot of the content that i see from new bands is just paid ads but like you can still find a few good musicians on there yeah like i discovered recently sleep theory who i was talking about that i love um and also filth I'd, I'd never heard of filth yet and i heard them on tiktok and i was like are you fucking kidding me this band are so good i discovered so many black artists on there if i'm completely honest i've discovered a lot of like indie and pop artists on there like i fucking love so- suki waterhouse oh my god bitch and then also hold on i will give you a list of people that i found specifically from tiktok like i wouldn't have found them if not for tiktok so there's um suki waterhouse banshee uh dominic fike soap and skin uh lola young uh conan gray lauren sanderson david but the a in david is a four um fucking girl in red carol's daughter isabel la rosa so many artists um oh my god what's his name uh who is it it's oh my god there's one that's like my top artist as well not charlie xcx oh uh barely human as well i found all of them through tiktok all of them i've got um recently some of the artists that i've added who are uh, actually all black artists and that doesn't there's no reason behind that but it's just some of the ones that stood out to me if is retro champ okay. sleep theory and filth are all artists that stood out to me but also artists like afterlife who crop up on my feed there's so many good ones on tiktok I, that's what i love tiktok for and I, do. I i feel like instagram needs to catch up a little bit with that yeah but yeah, yeah instagram unless they want to sponsor us and then they're perfect just as they are yeah and then instagram's the best and we love them <laughs> <laughs> what other okay. questions have you got well that's it that's it for all my questions um i feel like we've done a lot of words of wisdom right. so maybe let's ask what question would you ask me if i could ask people of people listening what question should we ask everyone listening well you need your own question because i've got my okay it's not a shared question this is not a shared question space okay okay i've got my question you think yours okay um what would i ask the people (sighs) what other podcasts do you listen to because i think that would be so interesting to know because we've got such a mixed bag. I don't think everyone who listens to us listens to music podcasts. I know some people who listen to us that listen to like lifestyle podcasts. We're a very like, 
We cross yeah, genres. I've seen that. I've seen that. People posting like, and they have nothing else alternative in their top five, but we were just in there. So thank you so much for having us in there. I know. Um, my question would be, what are you going to do for yourself this year? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's where I'm going, Yasmin. What are you going to do for yourself? I'm always, I think you can tell a lot about a person by what they, their answer would be. What am I going to do for myself this year? Take care of myself. Good for you. Do you know what? Me too. I just want to drink water. Like I am, I am at base level. Camp zero. I just want to breathe. Make sure I'm alive today. I am pumpkin spice latte at self-care, Yasmin. I am like, I just want to drink some water. Remember to breathe today. (laughs) Remember to say, I love you today. Air is free. Air is free. Um, Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't think of a better question. I guess guess my other question would be, what are you going to do this year to support bands? What are you going to do this year to support your favourite podcast on Wednesdays and We Wear Black? (laughs) No, I want to see more love for bands. I want to see see more rock and... I want to see just more bands breaking it because I feel like everybody got behind, oh, support trans people, support black people, support... Like, they got behind these causes for 10 minutes and I want to see more support for bands. Yeah, I want to see you guys selling out these these tours. I want to see me at the altar playing Mm. big-ass shows, okay? Okay, you hear me? Yeah. I feel like there yeah. is some support though. Like fucking Nova Twins got announced for Foo Fighters. Woo, oh, woo. that's exciting. Woo, woo, woo. I love Nova Twins. Okay, well, that's it for this episode. Hell yeah, it is. And if you want to follow us, you can do at We Wear Black Pod on all socials, medias. We Wear Black Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Yasmin Seaman X on everything except Instagram. I'm just at Yasmin Seaman there. And at I am Sophie K if you want to follow me. But don't forget, if you have any more questions that have come up after listening to this episode, send Please them email if us. You've got, if you've got an opinion on something we've said, email us. Even if we you hate us at and you're gmail.com. Like, you're actually no, don't, fucking don't stupid. Do that. No, no, no. I don't want hate, Yasmin. Even if you're I'm like tired. you're the stupidest people I've ever met, no, email us. Don't tell don't us. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do, do that. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.